Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. you along my fellow Americans Sam Bushman live on your radio hard-hitting news that I refuse to use no doubt starts now this is the broadcast for February the 6th in the year of our Lord 2024 this is our one of two and the goal always to protect life liberty and property to promote God family and country to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers yes indeed we use the blueprint for liberty the supreme law of the land the constitution for the United States of America that is our guide and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips and as you know we reject revolution unless it's a Jesus revolution. We stand for the peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. A big old RIP rest in peace, my brother, to Toby Keith. Country star dead from stomach cancer at 62 years old. What a tragedy. What a young life. Oh, boy. Uh, he had a wrestle uh, with uh, stomach cancer, as far as I understand. Uh, it was a long, hard battle. He fought well, died with his family. And, uh, you know, Toby Keith had an interesting life. Uh, he grew up and uh, made a bunch of money in the oil fields, and then that kind of tanked. And anyway, long story short, music kind of became his deal. Six foot four, pretty big, tall dude, and had an attitude, right? On one hand, he had some uh, very mellow, nice songs in his early career. He was pretty, uh, you know, country western kind of guy, uh, as it the career continued to take off. He got more and more and more bold. Uh, you know, some patriotic songs, but, you know, some say it's the hate-filled songs. You know, we're going to put a boot in your A, uh, you know, kind of language. Uh, if you mess with America kind of thing, I, I appreciate the sentiment that, you know what, we've got to defend the greatest country on the face of the earth. Toby's right about that. Uh, his choice of words to articulate that a little. Well, a lot of people banned the song at one point, saying it's too hate-filled for this. You can't have this in a lot of patriotic Fourth of July, whatever, and uh, it's too hate-filled and too kind of over over the top. And uh, anyway, Toby didn't care. He was kind of a scrappy, um, I don't know what you want to call it, fought for what he believed in, but battler behind the scenes. Uh, he got in a lot of discussions and arguments and with a lot of different people, but yet what a brilliant talent, to say the least. Uh, whether you like or dislike his music, you know, hey, singing with the good old Willie Nelson, 
uh, you know, made a lot of difference beer for my horses. And anyway, he had 20 plus top singles uh, in his career. He was for real. I mean, the guy really got it done in terms of music. And, um, you know, I don't think he was my favorite artist. I love a lot of his older stuff more than his newer stuff. The more he got attitude and in your face and, you know, kind of bar room music and, um, you know, how do you like me now and in your face and stuff like that, I, I kind of felt was a little bit over the top when it was his other musics, though. Should have been a cowboy. Some of these other kind of uh, tunes that he had, I believe, really, really, really good stuff. Anyway, we're going to play a bunch of the tunes, give a big old tribute to Toby Keith. Uh, sadly, he died early in life, 62. My gosh, he's not hardly any older than I am. I'm going to be 57 this year, so five years ain't much. And I just think, whoa, I sure hope that's not right around the corner for me. I hope I have a, enough life to see all my children raised and my you know, grandchildren get married and such like that. Time will tell how it all works out for me. Well, there's a bunch of weather news that I want to talk about, which I'll get to uh, a little later in the broadcast today. Um, yesterday, we were on with uh, myself. Uh, it was myself and Scott Bradley. And Dr. Scott Bradley always does a phenomenal job on the radio. Um, let's see if I can find this here. Wow. I don't, I don't know why sometimes it's just hard to search for things here. All right. Let's see if I can find this here. Dr. Scott Bradley and I were talking uh, yesterday about The Chosen. What an incredible season The Chosen is. Season four takes second place at the box office, doing really well. And I went to it last weekend, and it was phenomenal. Uh, if you want to listen to my commentary on that, yesterday's show has the deets, folks. Uh, shame. This is a big old shamer, in my humble opinion. Senators unveil border deal. To unlock Ukraine aid. Um. <clears throat> I don't understand what that means. A border deal to unlock Ukraine and money? Um, Karen Divergen with the peace or whatever. And I look at this and I go, man, this is insane. First off, these house or these bills are supposed to originate in the House, not in the Senate, first of all. And Senate Republicans and Democrats on Sunday, maybe they ought to do something different with their Sabbath rather than create more unconstitutional agendas what do you think maybe they ought to go to church and kind of jettison this right i just find it very very interesting so on sunday senate republicans and democrats unveiled 118 billion dollar compromise bill to supposedly crack down on unlawful migration across the u.s border and speed aid to the ukraine so, folks, the problem that I have with this is we don't need more money for the border. We need to reallocate funds that are being wasted in government already. And the overseas funding, which we have no constitutional authority to do, steal money from the American people's pockets to send overseas. Why does Sam Bushman's wallet get fleeced, but the Ukrainians get a bunch of money for war, fueling the military-industrial complex? It's insanity. Okay, so it's dead on arrival, says Mike Johnson and others. Steve Scalise and many others. I pray they got the guts to really make that true because it is absolutely insane, right? <clears throat> I don't understand at all how we allow this to kind of continue. It's as unconstitutional as it can be. First off, these bills aren't even supposed to originate in the Senate at all. Okay, much less 
spend money on this foreign aid that we don't have. I mean, I'm not for it in the first place, but I will say this. If we're going to do it, at least let's look at it and say, yes, we have the money. It's something we could do, even if I disagree with doing it, right? Anyway, all I can tell you is it's a disgrace, and I hope it's dead on arrival, and I hope they mean it. If we want to deal with the border, let's have a single-issue border bill. If we want to deal with the Ukraine, let's have a single-issue bill for the Ukraine. And we can, you know, debate the merits of it. And so then they complain and say it's dead on arrival. And, hey, the Republicans are making all these claims that are wrong about the bill. And they haven't even read it. And Well, that's right. They released it on Sunday. How many people can read it by Monday or Tuesday, right? It's a disgrace, folks, is what it is. Uh, and it violates all of the Constitution. Where are the Republicans to say, listen, you senators don't have the authority to originate spending bills, first of all. Secondly, how dare you try to send unconstitutional money overseas? We're not doing it. And third, you know what? Protecting the border should be given. It shouldn't be tied to something else. Why are we caring more about borders for nations all around the world except for our own border? Answer clearly uh, is because there are people who want to destroy America. And at first, it makes no sense if you think we care about this country and why would they do this? When you understand they want to destroy this country, it becomes a very easy discussion. Pretty soon you go, yeah, it makes sense what they're doing. If they want to destroy America, everything they're doing works perfectly for that agenda, right? That is the bottom line. Um, for example, they had a border rally over the weekend as well. They say some fear invasion. Others fear civil war. Uh, J. David Goodman with this piece. Despite worries over potential violence, the event was peaceful. And I'm grateful for that. I was one of the ones that warned that it could go violent. And I warned to stay away from the event because listen to me when I'm glad it was peaceful. Don't misunderstand me, but I'm telling you right now, the enemies of Liberty, the deep state, the drug cartels, the federal government, Joe Biden and clowns, they have an agenda and they mixed it up in Charlottesville. They mixed it up on January the 6th. And when they want to, they can run it off the rails. And pretty soon you're in a problem zone, right? Pretty soon you're in a zone where you're like, wait a minute, I don't want to be here. That's not what I signed up for. Too late, dollars short. Ask the people that are in prison from January 6th right now to make the point, right? Quick pause. I am Sam Bushman, and this is Liberty Roundtable Live. Introducing PrepStartsNow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit PrepStartsNow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with PrepStartsNow.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. 
Matthew 24, 24 teaches us that the church is deceived today. Deceived Christians call themselves Judeo-Christians. Around 1900, Jews commissioned the Schofield Reference Bible, which transformed the Jews from Christian killers to the chosen people. Here's the truth. America is in the Bible. Revelation 21. Our form of government came down from heaven. Verse 3. The many Christian ministers at the Constitutional Convention sought God's will. The God-given rights in the Constitution were ordained by God. America is the new promised land for Christian Israel, and Christians are the true chosen people. True Israel is Christian. Listen to Jesus, quote, my sheep follow me, unquote, and, quote, you do not believe because you are not my sheep, unquote. John 10, 25 through 27. The beast has transformed America into the woman mystery Babylon, Revelation chapter 17. For the complete Bible study, write to Christian Knuckles, P.O. Box 210813, Royal Palm Beach, Florida, 33421. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. Lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of the free Now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back Soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen, celebrating Toby Keith's life. Sad for his death. R.I.P. Brother. You know, he was a little angry in that tune, but you know what? He made a valid point that, you know what? We need to defend America. Why are we overseas at over 130 nations militarily? Why are we funding the Ukraine-Russian war? We don't need to be at war with the Russians or the Ukrainians, for that matter. Why are we in all these different theaters and attacking Iran and having problems with Israel and Hamas and all these other... Why are we involved in all these foreign entanglements that the Founding Fathers warned us to get away from? Why don't we uh, look in America and say, look, we'll defend our borders, defend our nation. We're not going to be isolationists. That's not the goal. That's always the claim, the label they throw on us. But why don't we have a humble foreign policy like the Founding Fathers had? Why don't we stand for America? Uh, Why don't we avoid these foreign entanglements? Why don't we reach out and trade and use our influence and use the greatest economy, the greatest economic engine the world's ever known to establish our place in the world? And why don't we just chill out a little bit and stay out of all these wars? Why do we have to fund the military-industrial complex? Why do we have to steal money from the American people and send it overseas? Why do we got to do all those things? We don't. Okay, Ron Paul highlights, we just waltzed right in. Why can't we just waltz right out? Oh, no, Sam, you can't do that. It'd be disaster. My golly, the whole world would go up in flames if you did that, Sam. Prove it. You have no proof. We know this. The world's going up in flames with what we're doing. Everything in the world now is turmoil. Everything in the world is sketchy and scary. From disease to climate change, lies, right? All that lies, but they're using all this to create literally trouble and fear everywhere. We live in perilous times. Uh, so you think it'll be much more perilous because we stayed out of wars and we advocated for peace and we set the example on the world stage like a light on a hill? See, there's a lot we could be doing, folks. 
if we just would. Anyway, it's a disgrace what we're doing. Uh, February is Black History Month, 2024, and I have a problem with Black History Month. And the reason that I do isn't because blacks um, don't have incredible contributions to society. Uh, Many people do, but if we're going to have Black History Month, can the Asians have Asian History Month? How about the Guatemalans? How about the Mexicans? How about the, okay, the Mexicans get, what, a day, Cinco de Mayo? And the blacks get a whole month? And the whites get nothing? Now, I'm not here to stir racial controversy, but I'm just kind of coming back and saying, can't we just celebrate America and Americans? And can't we highlight all the contributions to the advancement of all good societies and just give credit to individuals who made a difference, regardless of race, creed, color, ethnicity? Can't we just do that? The 4th of July celebrates all of America, but they want to destroy all that. Christmas celebrates the Savior Jesus Christ, who we look to in this nation for liberty, the author of our liberty, the founding fathers believed, right? The God of Christianity, if you will, okay? Can't we look to that at Christmas? No, we got to shut that down and have Kwanzaa. No, we got to shut down 4th of July and have Martin Luther King Day or whatever. Why do we have to have all these battles in America over all these issues? Can't we just say, look, you can believe as you choose and I'll believe as I choose, but we can be kind and civil and respectful to one another and lead our different lives and, and, and accept that we have different viewpoints and accept that we even have different heroes and different, look, the heroes of the country music genre are different from the music of the pop genre. Taylor Swift was able to (laughs) literally capture both markets, lasso both markets, right? But that doesn't change the fact that we can have our different views, our different heroes, our different, you know, some people can believe in the North. Some people can believe in the South. Some people can accept that both had some points. Both were wrong in many cases. Both were right in many cases, right? Can't we just accept things as they are? And our job should be to work together to get along, work together to make a difference. See, that's what I would love to see. But every time I turn around, there's some controversy, some problem, some meltdown, some fight, some. Okay, the border is a great example. How can you be for illegals crossing our border, promoting illegality? It's against the law. Now, why we are trying to pass legislation to protect our border is beyond me. The whole general government's constitution is designed to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic. And the general government has absolute obligation, commission, so to speak, to protect our border. But rather than, you know, people putting legislation together to say, hey, let's let our border leak like a sieve. We're putting together legislation and supposedly money to protect our border. It should be the opposite. See, we're always playing defense in the conservative camps, the constitutional camps, the Republican camps, the whatever you want to call it, independent camps, the whoever. Uh, they're always in a protest. They're always on the side of, mm, now, I don't like the way this is. I, I got to do this and that. And why do we got to do that? Why do we got to have another First Amendment to guarantee our First Amendment? We got to have a Second Amendment to guarantee our Second Amendment, see, or legislation like that for these purposes. Oh, man, we got to do something to protect our Fourth and Fifth and Sixth Amendments. Man, they're, they're, all, they're all getting slaughtered. Why are we always on the ropes like this? Why are we always, you know, do I dare say it? Pushed to the back of the bus as whites, as people who want to protect our border from illegality? See, I don't want to protect our border from the Mexicans or the Guatemalans or uh, anybody else. I want to protect our border against bad guys. Now, good people that want to come here, there's a lot of room in America, and I don't have any problem working out a way for people to come if they get sponsors so they're not on the public dole, if they get you know ways to come orderly and appropriately that we can handle uh, the immigration. I don't have a problem with it. 
Now, I know a lot of people are just like, no immigration, period. I understand why they want to lock down the border, because there's drugs and sex trafficking and human trafficking all over the place, and it's disaster. It's a war zone uh, controlled by the cartels. I get, let's just shut it down and get control of it. I accept that. But to me, I don't have a problem with somebody wanting to come to America for the right reasons. I want to have a better life where I live is just fraught with peril for my children and safety and, uh, you know, all this. I want to have a better life, and I don't want to worry about, you know, my day-to-day ability to eat, and I don't want to worry about my safety every single day. I get why people want to come here. But we need to make sure when they come here that they learn the principles that made America great. Because unless they embrace those principles— If you get enough of them coming that don't understand those principles, America will end up being just like those other countries. But again, that's their goal. The enemies of liberty want to bring America down to where there's nothing special about America. The light on the hill is snuffed out. They don't want a Christian God. They don't want the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They don't want to have the Savior Jesus Christ and tell his in my opinion, opinion, central story in the plan of salvation of God's plan for us, the plan of salvation, how to save his children. Okay, they don't want those things. I do want those things. And I guess it's about impossible for us to get together on that when they don't respect anything that I believe in. They don't honor anything that I believe in, and vice versa. I don't honor what they believe in. They believe climate change is going to destroy the world and we're all going to die unless government takes over. See, I reject that narrative. I also reject the narrative that, you know, I'm the cause of all the global problems, climate change and everything else. The humanoids living on it. And the fact that I've had eight children, man, I'm just a menace to society, they say. I don't agree with any of those things. And I never will. I believe God's in his heavens. And God said to multiply and replenish the earth. And God said one man, one woman marriages. And don't let man set aside what God put together, right? That's what we're talking about. These principles are fundamental to our beliefs and to to a light on a hill that America stands for. And the founders understood it. For generations, it was understood. And then the humanists and the communists and the socialists, and they had set their sights on destroying this country. Well, this radio program is designed to point people back to what matters most, God, family, and country. Look, if you want a solution to the problems we face, turn to the author, turn to the maker, turn to the creator. That is God. All right, learn what he wants you to do and do it. And then there's blessings. Okay, when it comes to family, God has laid out what the ordained, uh, the traditional God-ordained family is. It's one man, one woman, welcoming children, multiplying and replenish the earth. That has not been rescinded. When are we going to acknowledge this? Now, does that mean that people who don't have traditional families are bad people? Of course not. It means that, you know what, we can have secondary families, Neighbors, loved ones, church members, all kinds of people that can shore up when somebody doesn't have family. We can become adopted families, so to speak. And that's great. And people should do more of that. But we need to realize that in the family, that's where success is. You will never have a stronger nation than the families that make up that nation. Family is the fundamental unit of society. When it comes to country, the founding fathers put together the best blueprint we've ever seen in the world's history. Why are we somehow always pushing against it? Always saying, no, we don't need that. No, we're too far away from that. No, Um, why don't we embrace it? We know that it works, right? Anyway, we had on Lil Nelson with us as well yesterday, and we talked about this in detail. We talked about U.S. launches retaliatory strikes in the Middle East following a so-called drone attack. Why are we in the Middle East? Okay, 
we say, well, they attacked us. Well, why are we there in the first place? See, these attacks are blowback. They're really saying, get out of our lands. Get out of our sovereign nations. You have no business here. Terrible tragedies continue in unjust wars. Former Rep. Don, or John Duncan Jr. says, Israel's bombing campaign has been so massive, so extensive that it has now gone far beyond anything that could be justified as uh, any concept of a just war. You can't justify it. It's not. Now you say, Sam, you're taking the side of Hamas. Lies. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you that both sides are out of control and they're war. They're wanting war. We need to set the example for peace, not have retaliatory strikes after we're over there breaching their sovereignty. The U.S. Senate, sadly, has been bought and paid for. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Country music icon Toby Keith has died. A message on his social media account stated the 62-year-old passed away peacefully, surrounded by family last night. He had been diagnosed with stomach cancer not too long ago. Chemotherapy, radiation treatments, and surgery appear to have failed to keep him alive. Keith is survived by his wife and his three children. He sold more than 40 million records over the course of his iconic country music career. A new poll is showing the impact that online sports betting has on Americans. According to the Siena College St. Bonaventure survey, 39% of people asked said they have wagered on sporting events, while 19% admitted to having an online betting account. 93% said it was fun. 85% look at it as a way to make money. There are also fans who believe online betting will impact organized sports and that it should be regulated by the federal government. I'm Dave Collins. The flood watch covering San Diego County has been extended until 10 p.m. tonight, courtesy of the latest storm making its gradual descent from Southern California and into the San Diego area. The Pacific jet stream is pushing all this moisture and atmospheric river into our region. So this will be a slow-moving, prolonged period of rain. Jury deliberations will continue today in the involuntary manslaughter trial of Jennifer Crumbly in Michigan. She's the mother of Ethan Crumbly, who shot and killed four classmates and injured seven others at Oxford High School in November 2021. He's now serving life in prison without parole. Jennifer and her husband, James, were both charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter as prosecutors say they ignored signs their son was having serious mental health problems. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo 
code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each Pure Ground Burger so you can sample all the steak-on-a-bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout, and get $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. In the medical field, IT security is crucial. Our highly skilled consultants are HIPAA certified and have 20 plus years of experience servicing medical clinics, billing and supply companies. We offer comprehensive endpoint protection, guarding your computers and servers against all stages of threats. And with our 24-7 monitoring services, you'll never worry about extensive downtime again. Ready to level up your IT support? Call 801-706-6980 today and discover how great IT services can be with managed IT services. How do you know your child loves you? When he calls and he says, uh, Dad, why don't we uh, go fishing? Just very simple, but it, it really counts. They make a song up and they come into our bedroom and say, we made a song and will you listen to it? Our next oldest daughter came me with tears in her eyes and she said, Daddy, I just thank you for coming home every night when we were growing My up. My son does the nicest things. When he's playing outside, he'll come in and just give me a hug and run right back outside. My daughter goes to the same high school that I'm the registrar at, and I'll go into my office after the bell has rung, and there's a note on my desk. And it'll usually say, Mom, I love you. I'm thinking about and you. And I think of my boy that uh, we finally got him through graduation, and he came up to me and said, I made it. Thanks. Family. Isn't it about time? That's all I said. And that meant everything to me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. R.I.P. to Toby Keith. A lot of interesting country music coming out of the man. 62 years old, stomach cancer, dead. Tragic, folks. Sad tale to tell. Our prayers are with his family, ladies and gentlemen. All right, there's so much to cover, so little time. Let's just get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I know I was mentioning this this issue with war. and, and, and Look, why is Joe Biden declaring war on countries? Why are we literally having drone strikes and attacks all around the world without any congressional funding, without any congressional approval? So-called, we want to send money to the Ukraine. Well, how have we been involved in the Ukraine for these last couple of years here? How do we get involved in the Israel thing? How are we involved in this, you know, Iran thing now? How are we, why are we drug into all these things? Answer, because they want to destroy America. And the more we can antagonize other nations, the more we can become the world's, quote, quote bully. Uh, the blowback the CIA documented is live and real, and people are sick of it. 
So they're attacking us in their own land, saying, get out of here. We don't want you here. And we're like, hey, how dare you uh, abuse us like that? We're going to strike back now. Well, we shouldn't have been there in the first place, folks. That's the problem. Answer, obey the supreme law of the land. Embrace the founding father-esque humble foreign policy view. That's what you do. All right. Anyway, welcome to the broadcast. Southern California, I know the top of the hour, bottom of the hour news are talking about Toby Keith and the floods, but I want to highlight some of this flood details. I, I've talked about when we keep God's commandments, we're blessed and protected. And when we don't, it's disaster. Well, this global warming issue, this climate change issue is a big old lie, literally funded and promoted by your government and governments around the world. It's one of the ways they want to destroy America. Southern California braces for more flooding from what they call a one in a thousand year rainfall event. This uh, story brought to us by USA Today, Anthony Rabalato. Anyway, <laughs> rainfall totals of up to three inches are expected in Los Angeles and San Diego today. They say a powerful atmospheric river continues to bring heavy rain after Southern California saw between five to 10 inches of rain in the last few days. That number is startling five to 10 inches in the last few days. And then what? Three more. It's just flooding everywhere. Now I don't need to cover most of this. The mainstream press is covering the damage and the disaster. There's trees down, uh, there's flooding everywhere, but it's just crazy emergency. They say that it's going to leave California a little later after today, hit Arizona and southern Utah, Nevada. Uh, I pray for everybody in the wake of this thing. Uh, but I also find that interesting that the weather is getting more radical. And you got to ask yourself, ladies and gentlemen, let me put this on the kitchen table for you. Are you ready? you got to ask yourself flat out, is this because we humans are bad guys? Because we humans are just destroying the planet. Everything we're doing is ruining everything. Cows fart and humans breathe, and that's the cause? Or do you believe it's because we're not keeping the commandments of God? See, the men of the world, the women of the world, the leaders of the world want you to believe that, hey, they know best, and they know you're the bad guy and you're the problem. Therefore, they got to control and regulate and shut your life down. How dare you have a refrigerator? How dare you have air conditioning? How dare you have a heater in your house? Shame on you. How dare you fire up a wood-burning stove to save money? How dare you, okay? That's their agenda. How dare you wash and have clean clothes? How dare you get in your vehicle and drive around? How dare you? They want to shut you down. Okay, but do you believe that it's climate change and that humans are responsible for it? That's the man-made theory. Without evidence, they come up with this stuff. Oh, no, Sam, we got all kinds of it. Yeah, and you fraudulently build your case and make your evidence. They don't have evidence. They don't have proof. I'll get into it in a second. Or do you believe that God is the ultimate weatherman? And God literally says, when you keep my commandments, I'll protect you, and, and it's good. I'll bless you. And if you don't keep my commandments, look, it's going to get rowdy. You're going to have the calamities foretold by ancient and modern prophets coming on. Well, that's what we see when I hear rainfall that totals up to three inches are expected in Los Angeles and San Diego today. And a powerful atmospheric river brought five to ten inches over the weekend. It's just disaster. But I'm not going to let it go without highlighting the truth on this. The truth is God's the ultimate weatherman. 
And when we don't keep God's commandments, it gets rowdy. And so as we continue to turn our back on God as a nation, which I pray we change and repent and don't do, but if we continue to turn our back on God, continue to turn our back on the traditional family, continue to lie about God's creations, men are men and women are women are the facts, to suggest otherwise is a lie straight from the pit of hell. All right? If we're going to not tell the truth, if we're going to lie and manipulate and deceive the people about God's creations, you shouldn't be surprised when you have calamities and earthquakes and floods and fires and hurricanes and tornadoes and whatever, right? So I, you know, my prayers are with the folks in Southern California. A lot of them are without power. There's trees down. A lot of people are dead and hurt and um, all kinds of property destroyed and all kinds of problems. But listen to me. Here's the proof of the lie. It's now gone global. The United Nations, which we ought to pull out of and defund immediately, the United Nations says that, quote, melting Arctic ice is a, quote, key indicator of climate change. The problem is it's not, folks. UN says melting Arctic ice is a key indicator of climate change. But it's not melting, folks. You don't believe me? Climate policy based on an assumed relationship between CO2 and Arctic ice levels is problematic now, say scientists. Great article created by Katie Spence at thepoctimes.com. Great article documenting this reality. Okay, it's not a key indicator of climate change. The relationship they're telling you isn't true. That's the problem with this thing, right? It's not melting. Now you say, what are you talking about, Sam? They, they've documented that it's melting. No, no. You're being lied to is the problem. You're being flat out lied to by a bunch of fake news thugs. And whenever I bring this up, then they tell you that I'm peddling fake news. You need to decide, my fellow Americans, in this culture war, who's telling you the truth and who's lying to you. Is God punishing us and reminding us, if you will, to remember him in this weather? Or is it just people, you know, breathe and cause the problem? People are born on the planet and ruining it. A new report is out, folks, that documents this quite well, by the way. It's by Alan Astrup. A-S-T-R-U-P, Alan Astrup, Jensen. And the, he's the research director, I guess, and CEO at the Nordic Institute of Product Sustainability and environmental chemistry <clears throat> and i guess chemistry and toxicology <laughs> in denmark okay and he's done new research now that shows that from september 2007 through september 2023 arctic sea ice declines were near zero that's the latest study the change is zero. This guy is with this Nordic Institute or whatever, and he says, look, the numbers are basically zero. All right? So they're lying to you, folks. They don't have factual data. And I have proven this to you over and over by saying, listen, what success rate do they have at predicting the weather 10 days out for weather reports, a 10-day weather? And they say it's about 50%. Well, if you only have 50% right 10 days out, how right are you going to get it 50 days out, 100 days out, whatever? They're lying to you. 
UN says melting Arctic ice is a key indicator of climate change, but it's not melting is the problem. This new report proves it. Alan Estrop Jensen, he's the research director and CEO at the Nordic Institute of Product Sustainability and Environmental Chemistry and Toxicology in Denmark, says, hey, you know what? It's not melting. The sea ice, the Arctic sea ice declines near zero. Well, it gets worse. Then if you want to go to the next article to highlight the point. All right, you're listening up. Trillions spent on climate change based on, quote, faulty temperature data. Climate experts now say. Hmm. What does that mean? Does that mean that we're getting the truth? I think so. Trillions spent on climate change based on faulty temperature data. Climate experts now say. See, in the beginning when this came out, too many scientists and stuff were afraid to tell the truth. Now more and more and more are starting to see it for the fraud that it is. And they're starting to admit the truth. And I say, good on them for doing so. I'll give you proof in the pudding in seconds of what the meteorologists are saying. And we'll do it in seconds on your radio. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I feel the need to get western on y'all. Y'all gather around the campfire, little buckaroos. We're gonna do you a little campfire song here.
Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, R.I.P. Toby Keith. We're talking about rainfall. You know, the country folks understand God. They understand. The farmers get it. You know, when they go out every day, they're like, hey, you know what, Lord, please don't let it rain. I just cut my hay. I need another day, Lord. And they get down on their knees and they get close to God. When you're close to the land, you're close to God. And that's something we forgot about a lot of in America today. It's about property. Remember, life, liberty, and property is the founding father. Well, they said the pursuit of happiness. But we understand that property is the core of all that. When you don't own property, man, you don't have much. And we need to understand how valuable property is. We're letting the communist Chinese buy up all our property while they let the border leak like a sieve. See, everything they're doing points to their desire to destroy America. All right. Anyway, it turns out trillions spent on climate change based on, quote, faulty temperature data, climate experts now say. Meteorologist finds that 96% of, quote, NOAA temperature stations are located in, quote, urban heat islands. I kid you not, including next to exhaust fans and on blistering hot rooftops. So we're now starting to do research and say, where are these, you know, temperature sensors that we're keeping track of, Right. And we're finding out that it's it's a lie. Why are they putting them in these places? On rooftops where no doubt it's hotter than all get out. <clears throat> By exhaust fans on buildings and things like that. Why are we putting the temperature reading sensors there? Answer, because then they can say, look, it is hotter. Look at this graph. No doubt it's getting hotter. Are you kidding me? Look at this. There's the proof. Well, they do have proof. It is hotter. But it's based on their faulty lies. 96% of NOAA temperature sensors are in places that don't, in my opinion, gauge real temperature. Well, you say, Sam, all this asphalt in these urban centers, we've created a hotbed. You're right about that. Maybe we ought to have a little less blacktop and a little less, more dirt road, right? Maybe we ought to, you know, set, but you can't say that the world is just raising its temperatures because of these urban centers that you put your temperature readings in. That's not a reality. That's manipulated. It's kind of like if you had a thermostat right by a, a heat register, and the heat register is coming out and just pumping air on that thermostat, and you're like, hey, man, it's 75 in here. It's hotter than heck. And it's like, really, 67? All right? That's the problem. Now, we also have discovered that NOAA, that's your government agency for weather and all that kind of stuff, right? NOAA, N-O-A-H, or N-O-A-A, I'm sorry, N-O-A-A. NOAA has also been adjusting historical temperature data. Did you know that? Think about that. NOAA, your government agency, has already been adjusting historical temperature data. It's a disgrace. How are we letting them get away with these lies? Well, more and more people are starting to push back. That's the good news. More and more people are starting to do the research to say, what's really going on? And that's how we get the data, uh, the information about NOAA's manipulating the temperatures. What they say is, well, we got to even this out. What we got to do is we got to, you know, adjust the numbers to, no, that's the, where the lies come in. What they've done is they've suppressed the old days and made it look colder. And they've manipulated the modern day to make it look hotter. And they do it with all kinds of things, like putting these temperature reading sensors in urban areas on hot rooftops and other buildings and things. They then take the data of old, and, and, and then they play games with 
they say on the ground is more accurate than satellite data. But then they use satellite data for a lot of their projection models. And how can you then use satellite data that's less less accurate than data on the ground, but then manipulate the data on the ground by positioning your you know temperature reading sensors on very hot rooftops and everything else, then dismissing some of the satellite data and adjusting for it, saying, well, it's less accurate, but we think it's this. And now we're talking about how much did the temperature rise? A half a degree, a quarter of a degree. And we say, oh, all our manipulations don't don't make that change, but uh, it's real. But it isn't real, folks. It's a lie. When Noah has been adjusting historical data, what's the truth? And the answer is you don't even know. But there's a lot of ways they're trying to destroy the country. Climate change is one of them. Another one of them that I want to highlight before the end of the hour, United Airlines CEO. This guy's a nutcase. United Airlines. Don't fly on United Airlines, in my humble opinion, to which I'm entitled, okay? The guy's name is Scott Kirby. The guy's a nutcase. He says they want 50% of their hires to be women or people of color. Now, I don't know what people of color even means exactly, but there you go. 50% to be women or people are of color. He doesn't care whether or not they can effectively fly an airplane. He doesn't care about that. All that he wants, all that matters is, quote, race and gender. Michael um, Seifert, I think is how you say his name, he's the founder and CEO of uh, Public Square, um, highlighted this article. So what on earth is United Airlines CEO Scott Kirby doing this for? He wants 50% women uh, and people of color. And they literally want to hire on that premise. It's as racist and sexist as it gets. Where's the mainstream press to call him out on this? Where's the Me Too movement to call him out on this? Okay. What does people of color mean? Well, everybody but the white guy, Sam, that's what it means. Okay. How colored do you have to be? How much pigmentation needs to be in your skin or whatever? to determine if you're included in the 50% or not. What about people with disabilities? See, we can go on and on with the divide tactics, but this guy's a nutcase. Don't fly on United Airlines, in my opinion. All right, Donald Trump forcibly weighs in on, quote, Senate border deal. He says this, don't be stupid, writes Jack Davis of WesternJournal.com. Great stuff. I agree with um, Donald Trump. Don't be stupid. Don't even go along with this border bill. Uh, many are saying it's dead on arrival. I sure pray that's true. I absolutely pray it's dead on arrival. I look at this and I just go, it's insane. Why would we consider the border bill that just spends a ton of money, uh, a bill that funds the Ukraine, all kinds of other funding in the bill as well, all kinds of pork. Most people haven't been able to read the bill yet. Um, I just pray Mike Johnson stands tall and it's dead on arrival and that Donald Trump and many others use their influence to shut this down. Now, do we need to solve the border problem? Yes, we do. What we don't need to do is compromise in the process. Don't take on other issues, omnibus spending bills that make you kind of want to go for it, but not really, but whatever. Don't do that. Stand tall for what matters. Answer is the Constitution calls for the general government to protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic, and to protect the border. They're not doing it. We need to prosecute to the full extent of the law. And I'm blaming Congress even more so than Joe Biden at this point. 
Yeah, Joe Biden's a nut. And he wants to destroy America. We already we already know that. In my opinion, he's a criminal and he needs to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. First, impeach him and then remove him from office and then prosecute to the fullest extent of the law and throw him in jail. As far as I'm concerned, I believe in the process of law and due process and the rule of law. But I'm telling you, uh, forget Joe for a second. What is Congress doing? Where are the Republicans on this? Look, the Senate has been working on this for several weeks while the House has sat by and done nothing. And the House knows it's their responsibility to originate all spending bills. See what's happening here. So I'm I'm mad at um, Mike Johnson and the Republicans in the House. What are they doing sitting back, letting them hammer out a deal in secret and you haven't even read it? And then all of a sudden it comes out and you're like, oh, we're against this. Well, that's great. But you wasted weeks and months and thousands, millions of people are coming into the country to possibly do us harm to create a massive real insurrection. They're putting the people in place now from all kinds of foreign nations that hate our guts. And the, and the House just sits back and goes, yeah, the Senate's working on a bill. We'll see it when it comes out. Shame on you. You guys should put your own border bill together. And here's how it works. You know what, general government? You need to take a, a notice and pay attention to the supreme law of the land and protect our border from enemies, foreign and domestic. And if you don't, we're considering it a, an, an invasion. A war on our nation. And we will take action against you for sitting idly by and aiding and abetting in this with your lack of action. So I'm, I'm mad at the House members. They act like, oh, golly, this is horrible. We can't go with this bill. I understand that I agree with you on that. But that doesn't make excuse for what you should have been doing, which is craft a bill that you could support. Okay? Funding bills originate in the House. Therefore, you people are derelict in your duty by not creating a bill. Furthermore, then, you why don't you have a competing bill? Why don't you have an answer? Why are you just going, ah, the Senate's out in the weeds. The Democrats and the Republicans have sold us out. It's dead on arrival. I appreciate that, but that doesn't impress me. What does impress me is putting a plan in place for solutions. That's why this radio program exists, I might add. This is Solutions Radio. Shut down the border 100%. Nobody crosses it until we get a handle on how to make sure only the good guys can play ball and the bad guys are rejected. How do we do that? There's ways, folks, if we're serious. Even Germany could lock down their borders, make it hard. How come we can't do ours, what, 80 years later? Come on. All right, hour one in the can, hour two coming up. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, donate liberally, would you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. (laughs) 